time the the only time that I ever drank Four loco was one time when I went out with friends to a gay bar and we of course <laughs> I love that you it just went because you got really close it was like at a gay bar <laughs> <laughs> like oh, fuck. whoa god um and are we recording? Because I would yeah, like sure. all of our listeners to be hearing the story. <laughs> listen. Hey, guys, make sure you pay attention to this part. Listen, listen, I'm talking. I know we're only 20 seconds in, and if you started the podcast, you really should be listening 20 this, seconds in. This is my singing voice. We're not even rambling yet. Yeah, I know. We're actually talking about stuff. Um, we're talking about Four Loco and how disgusting it is. Well, Spencer liked Four Loco. I used to liked, like it. Liked. Liked. It like was cheap. Watermelon? It? it used to be like two bucks for like a big old thing of Four Loco. Um, I remember it being like $4. Okay, but it could have been that. But it's better than going out and spending money. Well, I, at the time, I couldn't spend money on drinks, so uh, we pregame. Because uh, you were illegal? Illegal. Uh, so we would pregame, and four locos were always like the, ooh, these will get you, like, wasted. Feeling, feeling Off right. of one. Yeah. they're it's, And so then uh, we all. Because they're loaded with caffeine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're caffeine and alcohol and all that nasty combination. You shouldn't do that. You can get heart murmurs. It's so much easier and better for you to do Red Bull vodka. <laughs> LOL. As if it's any different than what you drink at actual at the Eagle. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Upstairs Eagle is lit. Um, it's yeah. also closed. Yeah. Aww. Rest in peace. Um, and so we. Uh, where is the story going? It's going nowhere very quickly. <laughs> Um, You're talking about Four Locos in college. Four Locos in college, yeah. So we also, trying to save money, used to go to the gay bar, and before 10.30, I think it was, it was free to get in. And so it was like, everyone drink your drinks. We're leaving. we got to get over to Brian, because the gay bar was in Brian instead of College Station. we got to get over there and enough time to just get there right before 10.30 to not have to pay the thing. But then you had to wait for the drag show for another two hours. So it was like, okay, why the fuck are we going And the cover's earlier? $5. It, it really was. It, I think it was like five five bucks, maybe $10 if it was that. It, like, I don't know. But still, I was just like, I hate paying covers. I'm not going to pay a cover, blah, blah, blah. I'm uh, a young gay person. Yeah. They should want me there. They yeah. should pay me to come. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but girl, they gotta pay the drag queen somehow. Well, nobody's gonna pay for you anyway. Yeah. So most of the time, I would be like, "Oh no, I don't have cash." And people were like, <laughs> "They'd be like, um, sir, you're 40. Get out of here. You need to have money." No, sir. I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> get out of here. Oh my god! Whenever I went and visited College Station, and we went to the gay bar um, for a friend's um, uh, engagement party, we went to the Halos, and they were like checking IDs of all these like little twink boys and then like me and Savannah walk up and they were like go ahead <laughs> <laughs> like oh no we hit that I'm age I'm uh, old <laughs> it's become a terrible sad point <laughs> wow you know what's not a sad point this what? week what oh shit I'm supposed to do that I don't even have it do what that oh okay um, well, anyway, I realized that I didn't even forget to get to the point of the Four Logo. We got so fucked up on Four Locos that we got kicked out of the bar before the drag show even started. So oh God, before midnight, us. we were kicked out of the bar before midnight. So that's how like how nasty those things like messed us up. And then I had a panic attack. Wow. That was great. I've never been kicked out of a bar. Uh, I've been told that I wouldn't be served anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have not. I have actually never been told I won't be served anymore because by that point, I'm already so messy that they're like, please leave. LOL. <laughs> Because I have, I keep very good face that people don't realize that I'm like. I drunk. thought I was like sailing through. <laughs> I was like, can I get a shot of fireball? <laughs> they were like, no. And we're like, you need to no. <laughs> no. What's even more fun is that like Savannah knows the like tipping point that I'm at, whether or not like one more drink will do me in. And so there was one time that we were at. Um, a local Houston establishment. Not to throw anyone under the bus that was over-serving me, uh, but Hammer I was. No, I was definitely, um, I was already pretty drunk, um, and I don't really remember this, and Savannah was like, the, I went up to the bartender, I was like, I'll have another gin and tonic, and the bartender was like, uh, and Savannah was like, he's good for one more, <laughs> but after that, no more. <laughs> LOL. Uh, yeah, I think he could swing it. <laughs> and she like looks at me up and down like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. that'll work. Mm-hmm. Story of my life, you know? Maybe. What are you Where looking for? What the fuck is this commercial? Are you, oh, here, I got it. I've always got it open. You want me to do it? Yes. Okay. Um, you want me to tell you about something exciting? Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you about something exciting. I'm going to tell you about Big Bones. Big Bones. A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. 
While we're growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-5. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. And I believe they also have something as a special going on right now that they actually are donating 15%. If I remember seeing that on their social medias, mm-hmm. maybe. Don't don't quote me on that, but I think I saw it on their social medias. So. Correct. I think I saw that on their social media. <laughs> Just once. <laughs> Baked Bones. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I love it. Uh, I just ordered some baked bones for my friend, uh, which I don't think I actually inserted the the. I did. I put it somewhere, but I don't think I applied it. Um, so just because I'm an incompetent person, uh, and yeah, can but, confirm. Yeah, exactly. But I do have to say that every single time that I open that bag, I am more and more to the point of the eating one, eat one because yeah. they smell fucking delicious. They apple smell so oatmeal. good. Apple cinnamon oatmeal. Yes. My, my um, equivocation. I haven't tried one either, but I think it tastes like a bowl I really of want oatmeal. to. And um, from what I've seen on their social medias as well is that some of the people who have bought baked bones have tried them. So I'm like, hmm. And they're made from human-grade ingredients, so we can eat them. Hey. We can. If it's good enough for mammities. It's good enough for me. Yeah. Exactly. That's how to, how to do it. Uh, yeah. Especially since, like, especially, especially since nowadays a lot of, like, millennials are looking at, like, their dogs as, like, their first child kind of thing. And so they're like, oh, only the best for my princess, you know. And that's me. Me and, me and my Bailey. I'm like. I'm not certain I'd eat your dog food, though. Give them whatever. Are you? Don't give me any lip. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> I love that. I want um, to eat your face. <laughs> Oh, you you don't love faces. He's so cute. You wouldn't eat me. Somebody else, I can't be sure, but me, no. He tried to eat my arm one time, so. (laughs) There is that. That was before Baked Bones. LOL. Uh, No, it's still during Baked Bones. Hey, look, Marissa's sending me a a thing. Hey, Marissa. Hey, girl. Hey, Marissa, you're on the podcast. Is she, is it a voice message? No. She just replied to one of my stories on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> she's got a lot of time if she's looking at your instagram hello my instagram i post funny memes on my instagram story all the time okay if you want to follow me that's some dot people dot hate dot chris i had to think about it no on instagram no <laughs> did i plug this myself? is not a self-promotion uh experience here you don't get to talk for 20 minutes okay okay so, no. let me tell you guys all about myself. <laughs> I'm Spencer. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I can't I'm, talk. Sorry. I'm, yeah. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I'm on Facebook. This is the Spencer Hour. <laughs> ah! Spencer Variety Hour. Oh, shit. I can't not talk. You know I'm not good at that. I know. LOL. Why don't we just jump into what we're going to talk about then? Some rupee things. Oh, wait, wait. Which one are we talking about? Let's do rupee. Okay. Because <laughs> we can put this out during yeah, this Friday's episode. next episode. <laughs> LOL. So you can live listen and watch Drag Race at the same time. And exactly. get on Twitter and live tweet and just fully devote your entire brain to You can drag. also uh, send us messages on rspoopypodcast at gmail.com or rspoopypodcast at instagram.com, rspoopy on Twitter, rspoop mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yes. Or you can go to rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. Did I say that already? Yes. Yes, that's fine. It, say it again. Just a double plug. Um rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can always send One us all of the rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. Love that. Uh, it, the faster I say it, the like... Yes. So let's jump in. You ready for this? You ready let's for this? Because I'm excited for this next episode. There's some tea. There's some, some tea. tea. Some tea. Um, so we walk into the workroom just after India is finally sent home after all that drama, honey. Where she... <laughs> She was crying. India was crying. Shay was crying. It was crazy. Wait, what? 
Yeah, they had the, the, oh. the black tears <laughs> underneath the their eyes. Up. They were both so sad. I was sad. like, I don't remember tears at this point. Did, did we see? Well, Shay kind of cried. She got to the point of cry, like actual crying when she talked about um, the rose petals. That was sad. Anyways, uh, so Blair says the whole thing is just a lot. And she's like, wow, honey, that was a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Alexis talks about saying about India having her last-ditch effort to try to stay in the competition. A desperate moment to stay. And then Shay was like, um, but okay, I was like really close to <laughs> taking you yeah. out. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> I was like on the verge of like I took you white out, out so. in there and I was going to write your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> on top of India's, even though there was already another lip sync there. Yeah. Uh, but... I was real close. Okay, okay. And Alexis talks more. She says, I know how voting works, and I, I didn't campaign because I would have had to ask you and you and you. No, you would not have Mm-mm. had to ask all of them. We already broke that up, broke that down on our last episode where we talked about the tea of all of the drama. Mm-hmm. She would not have had to campaign with everyone. She just needed Mayhem, Mariah, India, and herself, and she yep. could have done it, <laughs> which is possible. So, Whatever. Uh, they find out that everyone voted for India except for India voting for Alexis. And so then she was like, oh, my God, thank you guys so much for trusting me and believing in me. And I'm like, I don't think they did. They I just, just think they thought India was not good. Yeah. They were like, okay, I can't vote against Alexis because Alexis has been doing pretty well in this competition. And India has been in the bottom four fucking times. So, uh, so yeah. pretty well subjectively. I'll say that instead. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I love the quote, and I always love saying this, what is done in the dark will always come into the light. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out eventually, bitch. I want to talk about it more after the after the show. Okay. Uh, so then we're going to go back out of the workroom, back into the workroom, and we see India's message on the mirror, and she was scathing, mm-hmm. honey. Scathing. She brought the heat it's to the mirror. S- just right around that truth, being like, you need to tell the truth. She's like, I love you all. India Farah, honest. Check mark. <laughs> I did my duties. LOL. Um, so then Ru- I don't have anything else. Besides yeah, not just really. Going to the challenge. RuPaul is like, oh, well, I, I guess they kind of like, Alexa's like, Miss Cracker, what's on your mind? And Cracker was like, I'm, I'm going to shut the fuck I'm, up because. I'm trying to get in the top four. I don't need to talk about shit. Okay. <laughs> Which because, makes me sad. Because yes, that because means, uh, she's not. She's scared sh- of Alexis. <laughs> yeah, she's not showing her personality on, mm-hmm. on the show because Alexis was such a fucking bitch exactly. that one episode. Two episodes. Two, two episodes. Two times that she was attacking Cracker. Just and, and like I understand that what Cracker did to Angina was not great, but Alexis. It, what I, I think what Alexis did was worse. Yeah. Playing head games, trying to get saying you don't don't show your personality here. Mm-hmm. Don't don't have opinions because I don't need this. yeah. Uh, if you do, we're all gonna come after you for. I them. don't know if she said don't show your personality. I think it was more of like a uh, I I I don't need to hear any lip from you, even though like. You're all drag queens. You're giving lip right now. So why yeah. can't she give it back to you? And all of a sudden, she's the bad guy now? Okay. But Whatever. I think Cracker is what... Well, Cracker... We know that Cracker has issues with talking to people. Mm-hmm. She's not the most personable queen. Connecting, yeah. Um, so I think that she's playing it smart in her head by saying, I'm just not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Which she could say... I mean, she could still say whatever she wants. Yeah. Um, but... It's a smart game, I think. Yeah. Because she knows, in the end, we're probably going to come to the situation from All Stars 3, where queens are going to vote at the end again. Yeah. So, be nice. Yeah. And it also makes me sad. But um, it does make me really sad that Cracker can't come out and just be like, no, bitch. Well, I think that we've seen a huge issue since, like, basically season 9, season 10 of drag it just in general drag racers in general just not giving their full authentic selves on the show mm-hmm. because there are so many toxic fans of drag race since it has become that tell so these people to kill I themselves know. or to crazy. like go die or i'm gonna come kill you and like i'm gonna come cheat you at a show like there are and th- these are very real things that like can yeah. actually happen. I mean, people have been shot by fans all the time. Fucking Selena was shot by a fan. I mean, Christine Grimes was a up and coming artist and she was shot by a fan. Like you have all these people that like these are literal Either things. Vitri- have vitriol hate mm-hmm. and envy of you or mm-hmm. blessings of love yeah, towards you. Exactly. 
And like, these are real actual threats. And so when people are like, I'm going to come to your show and kill you, how does that not make you worried for your actual life? Like, yeah. that's so sad and depressing. So we have seen like, we see it time and time again, that like, whenever you are, these shows, these reality shows, I know that they're not always supposed to be painting people as villains, but I mean, they, they do. We know that RuPaul's Drag Race does it all the time. And so it's these queens. probably the worst one of it. Exactly. And so these, because drag queens love their uh, drama and the people who are watching the show love their drama, but you get too much drama and they're like, why are you attacking my favorite? Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. I'm going to come kill you. Like, fucking calm the TV fuck down. Show, girl. Lord. And these... half of the time, the person that deserves to win doesn't because mm -hmm. it's fucking RuPaul's yeah. choice. So if you should be mad at anyone, it's RuPaul. RuPaul exactly. Uh, like, I feel so bad for the vixen. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was a bitch. Yeah. And she, I mean. She knows it. She came she to fight. She can be a bitch. Mm -hmm. But the way that people come after her. Oh, my God. She gets it the worst mm -hmm. out of anyone that I think that we've seen. Hey, and she's taken the. High road. She has. She has accelerated herself herself because RuPaul's Drag Race came out and it basically like put her. Under, on a hole. Yeah. And so she has been like, bitch, hold on. I'm going to take my own voice and take challenge RuPaul, essentially. And she has created show after show, especially in this digital age of like all black Massive queer artists. Of, oh my God. Of, uh, content. She and has been all over what, my like Instagram. 20 people in her show? Yeah, exactly. It's it, just ridiculous amazing, amounts of drag queens. Amazing black artists across the fucking. United States just coming together and doing these amazing shows. And I'm so actually very proud of the Vixen to like take your voice and like use that, use that anger that you had that was portrayed on the show by the, you know, producers and whatnot and actually create like art out of it and create like a whole show out of it. And like, that's, that's character. Yeah. So I honestly, it makes me wonder like, Will the Vixen come back for the show? I'm sure she probably hates RuPaul. I don't think she would come has... back upon her own accord. I think RuPaul would ask her, but I don't think she would come yeah. back. I don't know, because I would actually kind of like to see like what she has... How she's grown. How she's grown, yeah. And see like kind of what... what Because I know that she'd come back and bring so much voice to the, the show and like so much more personality and everything like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We went on a tangent here, but uh, going... <laughs> Eureka's done. Yeah. yeah. LOL. Oh my God. What if they put the Vixen and Eureka on an All-Stars together? Those producers would would sacrifice their first child that, for that opportunity. That would be murder, ma'am. Ma'am. Listen. Listen. Speaking of murder... Oh Let's invite some of our relatives from RuPaul's <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> so yeah, RuPaul Segway. answers the challenge. Um, yeah, so Ru walks in, delivers the challenge. RuPaul invites some of his relatives. I think it was his aunt and his cousin. Uh, because we're having a barbecue, you know girl. his sisters. One of his... Okay, yeah, one's his sister and one's her daughter. No, they're both his sisters. No. Yes. No. I wasn't listening that hard, but I'm They were both sure. his sisters. Whatever. He invites his relatives. they both had our names, with, just like RuPaul. I put relatives. No. So they're both sisters. I'm in the right still. Well, he d he did invite relatives beyond them, but they're both his sisters. But they are still his relatives. Yes, you're right. Thank you. So first category <laughs> is country cousins. Uh, I actually was really excited. About I this. loved it. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so the girls need to create a character and a funny story about being Ru's relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, they need to create a high fashion runway from backyard barbecue mm -hmm. items using their own hair, shoes, undergarments, as well as fabrics from the F&S fabric wall. Um, I was super excited because it's a ball, mm -hmm. and I do love a ball. We love a good eleganza. Um, and I love this, too, because it's also somewhat of an acting challenge or a character creation challenge. Yes. And the queens that we have are great at that. I love whenever they get to create their own characters because it, it creates a, it's a, it, it, that is the actual genre of drag that I like to see. Cause yeah, you know what? Too. I, I love, love comedy. Camp. I love camp. I love comedy. If you can bring camp and comedy to this, this show, I absolutely love it. And I will like, I will look at a pageant it. girl all day long and tell her how beautiful she is. But what I'm really here for mm -hmm. is Bianca Del Rio saying, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Exactly. I don't care if it's uh, Judge Judy's line. Yeah. It sounds better from Bianca I'll Del take Rio. It. I will take it from a drag queen. 
uh, honestly, because if you are giving me a form of comedy, and pageant queens can be funny too. Like yeah, that's, Alyssa that's, Edwards. Can be campy. She, it's just her personality. It's just her, funny. Just being a mess. Exactly. And like I saw this thing. Not to get too much into the Twitter or the Houston Twitter drag drama of all of the things. I don't think it's Twitter. I think it's actually Facebook. Regardless, but I saw someone who was like, "People always discount pageant queens. Blah blah blah. Like we need you need to be a pageant. You have to." be able to entertain a crowd to be a pageant queen and like blah, 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 all this other stuff. And it's like, okay, well, entertaining your crowd is not just like walking around and talking to people. You have to be funny. You have to be mm-hmm. entertaining. And like, I think that the best way to be entertaining is being funny. Yes. Just saying. Like I'm, I'm watching Canada's Drag Race. Oh my God. And I know that you're only watching them I Sometimes. just got well presents last night. Did you? I did. Did you and watch it? Me, I made Savannah watch the first and second episodes, and just after the second episode the third was done, posted. the third one came out. Yeah. And so we watched the third one. Yeah. So I'm caught up. That's <laughs> why I love Anastasia Nakwe. Because she's a pageant queen. She's a pageant queen, and she's beautiful, mm-hmm. and she is there for it, but she will give you some camp. Mm-hmm. She's not funny. afraid for the camp. Exactly. Like last night, I mean, I, are we going to do it now that you have it? We can. We're three episodes behind. <laughs> But it's close to my heart. I know. That's why I asked you if you wanted to do it. I was willing to step up and put a third podcast out there. I mean, it's still our Rupee podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a third third recording recording, and a third thing that we have to watch and write about and all the things. Yeah. We can do it. We Ah! just have to to catch up. Because I love Bobo. Yeah. I love Bobo so much. (laughs) I think my one of my favorites is... Actually, Jimbo. Jimbo cracks me the fuck up. I love Jimbo. And also Rita Bega. I so, thought that I was going to hate Rita Bega. But, I thought so, too. But I actually really But I love all hilarious. the Quebecois queens. Honestly, yeah. And I was Kiara, afraid of the Quebecois yeah. queens. Kiara's funny, but I want to see what she does. Her funny is in the confessionals, not like out any anywhere else. I'm like, girl, And they're is all so good. They're all so good. There's some in there that are just not as good as the others. But yeah. Like, Priyanka, Bobo, Boa, Jimbo. And it's so different because, like, you look, and I'm going to be completely blunt and honest here. So if anyone hears this and they are hurt by these things, it's so weird because you look at, um, like, uh, American drag, and you have to have, like, the flippers and have, like, the nice teeth, and you have to, to like, look absolutely gorgeous, and, like, uh, you have to be skinny and, like, all these different things. And, like, that's the idea of, like, of beauty and drag and then like most of the ones that are like succeeding very well in Canada's Drag Race are not that they're the bigger queens and you know like everything else like they're just so different and that's what I'm loving about that is that having the three judges has given three like actual lead judges instead of just having one One voice it has created like a I think that it's created a good thing, like a good difference. So, Rapport. And I yeah. love that they do the guest judge as like the RuPaul. Exactly. They're the ones that are in charge of that episode. I like, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Or fun, not funny. I just, well, <clears throat> so something that's very um, distinct in Canadian culture is uh, inclusivity and diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we saw about the sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. not sorry. And I think, I mean, it's... it's because uh, uh, well, um, Americans will have the same ideals, but I feel like Canadians put it more to a higher power, mm-hmm. higher standard. Mm-hmm. They'll put that above something else. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I think a New Zealand drag race would also be like amazing. Because I think uh, I'm not dissing on Canada, but from what I saw in New Zealand, everybody loves England. Like yeah. they're like, you're from our island. We'll love you. We are all about like making sure that you are. Part of New Zealand, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I've never been to New Zealand, so oh I don't know. God, but yeah. something that makes me very proud to be Canadian is yeah. that it's just, you know, y- you're Canadian. doesn't matter how you got here, when you mm-hmm. got here, you were born here. You're Canadian. We got your back. Yeah. I love that. That's true nationalism. That is is a heart of nationalism, as opposed to just being like, you have to love America because you're fucking American. It's like, no, I would like to love the other people. Mm-hmm. First, before I love the country, a flag exactly. And an eagle. Like just good. I'm not just gonna sit here and sing the national anthem and believe it. Like, girl. Yeah. Anyways, um, Canada's Drag Race. We may start a a, a third a rendition third. <laughs> of our Rupee podcast. Why not? Um, so then we, um, it, with these challenges, we do get to see which of the girls are capable costume mm-hmm. designers. Yes. So. Shay, master sewer. Oh, my Went God. Went to school for it. Excellent. Yeah. Cracker says she's pretty good. And she does make most of her own costumes. Which I, I think that, that Cracker is uh, not 
she's being humble because we knew from season 10 because she already talked about this and had a moment on season 10 about it and then she only dived into it a little bit about her how her she was raised by her mom her and her siblings and they were super poor because her mom was an artist and was just like mm-hmm. a, you know up and coming in in New York we're City. Have to move all sometimes we'll yeah. move all the time. And so they she would take them to art exhibits like free art exhibits that were just like for fun. And then she would say, okay, memorize this, and then we'll go home and make it make it out of garbage. So like we can take these things. So she learned fashion. She learned garbage fashion. So you would think this this. This is right up her alley. Her. Exactly. It, and it yeah. is. <laughs> and she, I mean, she used to make her own toys too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's definitely a creator. Yeah. Um, and then we get to say, we get to hear Blair think that she's a whiz at fashion. Oh my God. Uh, and Alexis says, she says a little, but Alexis makes beautiful garments. She does. And then and she, we later find out that she makes all of her garments. She literally yeah. says that she makes all of her garments. So she's like, oh, I just sew a little bitch. You have to sew a lot more than that to make all of your fucking garments, especially the garments that you've pulled out so far. It's beautiful. Beautiful, impressive. You're an amazing artist, okay? And then there's Juju. (laughs) (laughs) She is a struggle, struggle bussin'. She flipped over her fabric and didn't know which side was Was I at least know. I don't even sew at all. I've never touched a sewing machine, sewing machine, but I can typically look at a fabric and say, like, oh, is this the right side or is this the right side? Like it's more difficult than that. I mean, I know there's more. So, like, some of the fabric that I have in there, if it has a pattern, obviously, there's a right side and a wrong side. Mm-hmm. But, like, the the thicker the fabric, the harder it is to tell. And mm. the one that she was wearing was kind of thick. Yeah. Like, a, a sheet of polyester, you can obviously see which side is which. Yeah. Because one side is typically dyed Sheen heavier than the, the other. other. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she... <laughs> I know there's more complications to it, but I was just saying, like, there is... Anyways, it didn't matter. <laughs> but she's also using a tablecloth mm-hmm. too. Which one side is one and one side is the other. Like you mm-hmm. should be able to tell like and it was also a tablecloth that was seamed on the outsides already. Yeah. If you didn't if you look hard enough on the thing, you can see that it was like a t shirt kind of thing. So you could see that there was, was a, a one of side a of the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um so <laughs> and her ju- her confessionals send me. That I love They're her. just so good. I love her. Because she just didn't she was there to entertain that those people that were sitting in that room with her and she fucking did that. I can't imagine being one of those uh crew members that were sitting back there and not laughing. Like I don't you, know. I mean and you have and it's recorded, so yeah. you can't laugh. Exactly. You're supposed to not laugh because RuPaul will be like, ma'am. And I'm sure that Rupe, or I'm sure that Juju's like, I'm gonna make this bitch laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and like I love whenever there are those like seldom moments where a producer steps in. Like the classic moment I always think of is whenever um uh, Jocelyn Fox is like, I'm gonna be the black horse this yeah. competition. <laughs> like, and then Do you mean just, dark horse? Do you, do you mean dark horse? And she just sits there like, hmm. I've always said black horse. <laughs> oh, it is dark horse, isn't it? <laughs> like those are those like little moments that they step in and say those things, and that like makes me feel so idiots. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you. you Jocelyn Fox like, was the best. Of oh that. my god, I, I want Jocelyn her to come Fox. back for All Stars. She was number six, so we've gone further back than that for All Stars. Look at fucking Aja. She was eliminated what second or third? Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> we brought back Bibi Zahara Benet as a fucking true. winner. That's true. So we can bring back anyone nowadays, okay? Yeah. Bring back Bob. Oh, my God. Bob the drag queen. Let her win hey, again. just fuck up this competition again. <laughs> I and you know an all-winners we'll br- drag yeah. rate all-stars season. Because... Oh. Or even not all-winners. I just need, like, some winners. Like... I think if we brought back most winners... Mm-hmm. Wait. We'll say it's a 10-person competition, because yeah. we're obviously not going to get Tyra. Um... But it'd be between Bob and Bianca. There's Bob, nobody else. Well, They're, so Bianca does a lot of the same dresses, and I think that drag has been so much. Uh, f- I mean, she's a costume designer, so I'm sure she could probably probably fucking turn it out. But she would have to step her pussy up. She did all the same dresses in her season. For, well, even you look but, at her Instagram; they look pretty similar. Well, yeah, but she's gotten a lot busier. Oh than yeah, that. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bob the drag queen, uh, Trixie Mattel. Uh, uh, Not all stars. You can't bring back all stars. Oh, you can't. They're bring already all stars. They're already all stars. You're right. Okay, so Bob the drag queen. Aquaria. Ew, no. No. She could probably turn something out, but her comedy fashions compared to Bob and no. Bianca, she would not. I would like to see Jinx again. I would too, but I don't think she'll do it. That's where this whole idea of the all stars, like for them, came about. Was uh, what's the tea with Michelle and RuPaul that Jinx was on with them. And they were like, would you ever do this? And Jinx was like, absolutely not. I would never go back 
for that. And I'd love to see Jinx again because I would mm-hmm. love to see what growth that she's had in the past, uh, what, seven years, eight years? I can't do math. We know gays can't do math. Um, <laughs> round the six round divided by seven, seven square root. 37? Apple. <laughs> um, yeah. So Very I, confident. <laughs> Apple. Y- yes. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see Violet Chotsky come back. Uh, uh, I could probably leave Violet Chotsky. Out? Yeah. Well, okay. Let's who replace the, her who with Shangela. Who are the two that you're not bringing back then? We've already seen B- baby Zahara Benet again. We don't need to see her and Tyra. Um, how about Katya? <laughs> She's not a winner of anything, but... That's fine. <laughs> I just want to see more of her. <laughs> oh, my God. What if there's, like, an all-stars, all-stars, like, legends or something like that, where it's, like, the best of all-stars come back again? I'm going to bring Roxy Mandrews back again. Oh, my God. Ugh. Don't even start. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, we, yeah, we so, off topic again. Um, We're just dreaming. Dreaming yeah. wildly. Uh, Cracker gets on the sewing machine, and she is me when I was trying to make anything with that Berg! fucking machine. Every time that fabric gets stuck in, stuck in the machine, I wanted to break these windows. Throw it out the window. It was crazy. But I love that Shay's such a team player coming oh over, and she's God. like, oh, yeah. And it's such an easy, simple fix for her, too. She's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, scale back the tension, and your stitch length is way too short. Mm-hmm. So, Well, it started with her going over and helping Juju and then, like, telling her, like, this is the, the right side of the fabric and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then she was, like, she gave her a fucking pep talk, too. She's like, you are so fucking creative. You're so fucking amazing. All the fucking things that I see you fucking do, do it again in this fucking outfit. Do it. Do it. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're getting me emotional already, Shay. Okay. That's fine. And then she goes in and Cracker's like, fuck, I hate everything. And Shay's like, what's the tea? Let me help. And she's like, bam, bam, bye. I'm done. Yeah. And Cracker's like, Oh, you Whoa. don't need much help. It's like when the teacher was walking around in the classroom when we were kids and mm-hmm. they were like, oh, this kid needs some help. Let me yeah. spend a little bit of time with them. And then I was like, uh, sh- um, yeah, I don't understand hey, where this number came from. Can you- <laughs> and she's like, oh, it came from here. And I'm like, got it. Oh, thanks, thanks, boo. Yeah, just like, like a little quick, just like, yeah, you already got it. Like, just pop this in. You're good. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Blair finds a gift mm. from Indiana. She finds a note and a fucking gift. Where the fuck did she get gift items from? I don't know. Maybe it was like a, a pair of shoes or something. I don't fucking know. I did, she didn't show the basket, but she she had a full ass basket of things. And I'm like, ma'am, yeah. where are you getting these items from? But yeah, she got a gift from India. So she gets a gift and a letter. Shay gets a letter and a mysterious PS on it saying, I got you. I got you. What do you think that means? Uh, trying to elevate Shay? I don't know. I, I thought think, it was shady. So, I think if they do revert back to season three s- style where the past girls get to vote on who their finals are. She'll vote for she'll Shay. She'll vote for Shay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Alexis also gets a note. But she doesn't want to read Which it. is so weird. Juju and Cracker didn't at all from India. But those two and Alexis did. I just have to point out those three were the yeah. ones... Is, and Juju is so like, I haven't got a note. And she's like looking everywhere for this note because she's also procrastinating. And not, I mean, I can understand why Shay got a note and why Alexis got a note. I don't understand why Blair did. And no. Blair got a gift. Yeah. Did, did Blair, they really Blair talk that India much? Didn't Ever work together. We, yeah, we didn't see any like team. They didn't work on teams. I don't no. know. It's weird. Um, yeah. So alexis doesn't want to read her note but juju is so upset that she doesn't have a note so she goes and says can i read your note i love that no well, alexis actually asked her she's like you want to read my note don't you because juju is just like procrastinating first of all and then just distraught that she didn't have a note she's like oh what am i gonna do and Alexis is like you want to read my note and she's like yeah yes. <laughs> that's yes. you that's you you would totally do something like that oh 100 i'd be like in a competition and be like da, 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 da. i don't want to read that note i don't need to deal with that negativity and you're like i didn't get one and I'd be like, oh, my God, bitch. Okay, you want to go read the fan note from, from me? <laughs> no, I would go and ask somebody, did you have anything to say about Chris? Because <laughs> I would like to know. Because I would like to know, please. I can tell her if you want, but I don't have to. <laughs> so then Juju decides to open up the, the note, and she's like, Alexis, Lion. you're a bitch. <laughs> I don't fucking like you, and you shouldn't even be here. <laughs> yes, I loved it. Uh, but then she ends up saying, uh, actually, it really just says, I still love you. Open your heart. That was it. Very simple, short message. Because India is just doing the head games. She's not even still... She's gone. And she's She's, still And she's came back twice to do it. Mm -hmm. On the mirror and in the notes. She is is playing it, girl. Playing it. She's Mm -hmm. getting into it. Um, And, I mean, it's just... 
she's just adding to more and more like well like the the remaining queens have to watch their back they're just like playing into this narrative the remaining queens are like fuck like this is this is rough like who do we believe what's going on and india is just like toying with it because that that was a perfect thing because she could have gone and write wrote this nasty note about alexis but her saying like oh i still love you everything's fine is such like a it's a power play it really is it's a power very play. like dynasty alexis carrington like yes i don't have to tell you about how you stole my husband because you'll find out exactly i love it also i started watching dynasty so i understand that reference alexis carrington <laughs> they uh, fought in the pool yet i don't remember where we one. are that was a while ago it was what two weeks you? ago three weeks ago? you're watching like full episodes on netflix yeah it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. Oh my god! Where are we watching it? Hold on. I don't know. I'll have to ask Savannah when she gets here because if she's coming here, she hasn't messaged me. Anyways, um, so then RuPaul comes in to chat with everyone. Uh, slash, I think she was literally just there to make every person cry. Yeah. Because it would the questions were were very pointed. They were very like, we need to talk about this. Now I don't care about what you're making for this stage. We need to talk about who you are as a drag queen and what the fuck is going on with you. Oh, you're not watching the new one. You're watch. You're watching the new one, not the '80s one. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the '80s. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm watching the new one. I've shown you my favorite fight from that one, right? Uh, you probably have. They fight in the costume design center. Uh, she like chokes her with a feather boa. So good. You might have. You've shown me a lot of videos, <laughs> over a lot of. I uh, don't. Over get two years, three years. How long have we been friends? Three years. Three years of being your friend. You showed me a lot of videos. But I've only <laughs> ramped it up into over. I've only ramped it up into overdrive in the last two. <laughs> How does that make it better? I have come over to your house two or three times a week for the past two years. <laughs> and, yeah. And every single time, there's like, Chris, you have to see this video. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> Do I'm you not, regret it? I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I don't remember every single video you've ever shown me. Well, you should keep a log. I should. <laughs> I really should. Uh, so yeah so RuPaul stops with Alexis first and she's like hey how are you doing uh, you were crying when you saw what I'm just picking my nails no because that's exactly what RuPaul <laughs> oh yeah she's, she's like, just hey, like hey I heard you you were like really upset last time you were upset you how had was a, that you had a weird look on your Alexis face Alexis has two words and then she's like cool okay see you <laughs> bye because I think she was trying to force like a conversation about the drama and she was also trying to force a conversation about, like, being sad seeing Vanjie. And Alexis just, like, had none of it. So she was just, like, talking. <laughs> All right, moving on. She was talking in, like, very generalities. She was like, oh, yeah, like, I saw Vanjie, and, like, I didn't want to be sent home, and blah, blah, blah. And well, Rupaul I think was, like, even before that, she was trying to be like, don't you miss your family? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, your family, did they live in Florida or the Puerto Rico? And she was like, all my family lives in Puerto Rico. And she was I haven't like, seen them in a long time. Ah! <laughs> Isn't that sad? You should be sad. Tell us about how you're sad. Yeah, what? Are you sad? There? <laughs> I think she probably put like those eye drops in her eyes that like irritate your eyes and make you uh, cry, like actors always put in. So she was like, "I'm on the verge. Okay, I can't do it. You're out, <laughs> next person. <laughs> Stop." Uh, so then she goes to talk to Shay, and let me tell you, this actually made me cry um, yeah. because this was a lot. Uh, Shay opens up about her dad's battle with cancer after filming season nine and two days before the announcing that she was even on the cast, he passes away. Um, talking about that and seeing Shay cry, I guess I'm I'm a huge Shay fan. We all fucking know that. Um, just seeing such a like strong, powerful queen that I've seen since season nine. And like it made me think back to like season nine, how fucking strong and intense and like I understand that the it was filmed before he actually passed away, but still like that is so so strong and like she she has to be so strong to squeeze tears out of your black heart <laughs> who rupaul no Shea uh, oh my heart yes yeah. yeah no that has to be like roll well probably rupaul too. yeah exactly uh hers is filled with oil though but her she was fucking crying that her eyes were all red and all that shit so i was like oh those but those we've seen drops. rupaul cry more than that okay so she fake cries yeah. as well like the ones that wherever she's on the main stage she's like i'm just so proud of you girls the you first the only time where i've seen her like really cry is um well she cried with juju and she cried um when roxy said that she was left at a bus stop i don't think she actually cried i don't think i ever saw tears come out of her eyes oh i did she wiped them. were there did she she was like okay but did she fake wipe them wipe them or were there actual tears 
because I remember her talking about it. There's so much it. light on her face. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. When she was first talking about it, I think I don't think she actually cried, but that was the point that I think she did actually get close to crying. Um, one of the few. Uh, so seeing her actually cry was like... I this at a bus stop when I was five. Three. Three. <laughs> so <laughs> I weak. tried to say strong, but I'm so weak. <laughs> Stop. That's, that's so terrible. Uh, um, think about her every morning oh my at God. the bus stop. But then Shay also talks about... <laughs> Stop. Uh, but then Shay also talks about her sister passing away too during her like season nine like everything like that so she lost her two biggest supporters before she even like got close to the crown which uh, god dang that sucks that's that sucks that's strong um so then she rupaul's like oh you didn't have enough let's go talk to juju so juju's like yeah i was orphaned by my mother and like reconnecting um and she only recently reconnected with her younger sisters like what yeah (laughs) that's a lot um, so yeah, her mom left her. She just, her dad died. And then she was like, her mom's like, uh, I don't want peace out. Mom. Yo, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Not dealing with this. So leaving three children, mm-hmm. just leaving them. And then Juju was the only one that was adopted. Well, taken in by her aunt mm-hmm. and the other two had to go into foster care. So like, that's so sad. Yeah. And what? then she, she talks about how she had to cut out a lot of people that weren't good for her. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's you a strong really, bitch. Really got to be able to just commit to being mm-hmm. like, this isn't good for me. I'm gonna make myself make my life better for myself. Mm-hmm. These things are the things that are bad. Yeah, and you have to get rid of a fiance, get mm-hmm. rid of fiant friends, friends, friends. Um, that's crazy. It's like, and it takes a lot of like self reflection to realize when things are not good for you. Exactly when there's there's something that is so ingrained in your life that you realize that it's not good for you that it's so toxic for you that you have those that's a a very interpersonal conversation you have to like realize like this is something that's very serious to me and something that is uh detrimental to me i mean that's a huge amount of personal yeah the huge amount of personal growth like that's 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 a lot yeah yeah so whoo yeah that's a lot so both of those things that was a lot and um uh, I really liked it. I like to see that vulnerability from them. Vulnerability. vulnerability. Uh, it, it was good. Um, I liked it. So then we come to the workroom the next day. For Elimination Day. And they all were like, oh my god, I have so much more to do. Like girl. Blair's like, oh, I'm so high fashion. Every time I go to a barbecue, god. people are like, what is Blair wearing? And the Cracker's like, uh, okay. you're being extra? I don't... I'm like, I don't understand. Wow, Blair, you're wearing a polyester blouse and yeah. some jeans. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, it makes me wonder, like, okay, you, you go to a family function. How much, what, like, what do you, what, how much, what, what are you, how much, wow, I, I, how much, what, what, what are you doing that is so extra at these family gatherings that people are just like, wow. <laughs> she wore a t-shirt. <laughs> That has a person on it. I don't understand. RuPaul's like, unless, t-shirt. Unless you're showing up in Ru- like RuPaul in the 90s, showing up to a family reunion in full drag. Like, I don't understand, like, what's so, like, out there, out there and crazy. I, I just didn't get it. Um, Shay then mentions that she still doesn't trust Alexis at all. Oh, yes, yeah. bitch. I would not either. Yeah, me neither. Especially, like, in the moment. Um, and then they also make jokes. All of them start making jokes about, like, oh, don't. I see you over over there. Juju was like, oh, I see you over there conspiring against me. And then Alexa goes, it's called campaigning. <laughs> no, it's called conspiring yeah. against them. Well, I know. But she was using the words that India used. Um, yes. Well, then we go to them putting their face on, and they still they still keep joking about it. And Alexis is like, oh, my God, y'all. Get, get over, over it. it. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Um, well, that's all I've got for that. Do you have anything but else? I just love that Juju's like, I'm going to vote with my heart, which means I'm going to do whatever I want in that moment. <laughs> whatever the fuck happens in that moment, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to push my body. Push my body. Push my body. And we're back. Woo! Got me. Okay. Woo. Well, so, it's a perfect breaking point because now we're on the main stage. On the main stage. Oh, gosh. So, guest judge this week, baby Rexa. I don't like her. RuPaul's relatives. Which, because she, she was already a shady bitch on uh, Twitter after Aquaria won. 
that she was they like the drag queens were opening for her or she, no they're opening for someone and Bieber Rexa was also opening for someone from what I understand the story and Aquaria and Eureka and like uh, Cameron Michaels and like basically season 10 queens came off the stage and she like they just went right by her and she like waved at them but like they just thought she was just like some girl because bitch I would never have known what Bieber Rexa fucking looked like like she's not that big of a star that I just like walk up the stage and be like, there's BB Rex and let's wave at her. And she like waved at them. And they just like passed her by. And then there was only one person. I think it was I'm not certain if it was Cameron Michaels or Asia, but someone stopped to like hug her and say, Hey, and the rest of them just kept on like, going. And so then she went on this Twitter rant about Aquaria and um, uh, Eureka, like being like terrible people and like all this other stuff. And then Aquaria attacked her back and was like, bitch, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Like, I didn't mean that. What, okay. Aquaria was nicer, but shady about it still. She was basically like, I didn't see you. I got off the stage and coming off in like sweaty mess. Like, I'm not going to immediately be like, oh, I need to say hi to this person. And like all this other stuff. But basically in my mind, I was like, you had no idea who she was. Just keep on walking kind of thing. I don't know. It irritated me. So I was like, okay, now you're on Drag Race all of a sudden. Like, sounds like a, just a put it under the rug and say oh sorry that the queen saw you did and didn't acknowledge you or whatever like hmm. i don't care enough about baby rexa i don't like her music so i think there's a song i might like but whatever <laughs> just one just the one yep but yeah i just had to throw that little bit in there because it's on twitter somewhere and i uh love it i love the dramas because you're a shady bitch um, so then we head to the stage for the first challenge, Country Cousins. Did you, like, spoop or poop them for these? For the, for the first Country one? Cousins? No. Yeah, okay, good. Me neither. Uh, because first up, they were all off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, first up, we have Ms. Cracker. Mrs. Cracker. She comes out as, like, a hilarious crazy cat lady. That was what I got kooky, from that. Yeah. fucking lunatic. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, her signature dish, she brought her specialty. Things she could find at the gas station. Which is perfect. Sending me. It sent me because that is actually something that has happened to me. I had cousins, because we used to have Cousin Christmas uh, on New Year's Eve, and there was definitely times where people would come with unwrapped gifts and like, oh, sorry, I didn't have time to wrap this. You could tell they were just gas station toys or CVS toys. And it was like, girl, what the fuck? My mom and me spent time, well, not me, but my mom spent money on gifts that I gave to you guys because I'm a fucking nice person. I love giving gifts, and that's what you choose to give me? Like, whatever, that's fine. Uh, it was very shirts. Uh, I also love the um, whole, like, Oh, you got a lot of nerves showing your face after all these yeah. years. That was <laughs> or what funny. they regular call, what they always call me. You got a lot of nerves showing up here after all these years. I thought it was really good. It was very funny, and she acted out the entire thing. It worked perfectly. Yeah. Um, I can't decide whether hers is my favorite or our next queen, Juju Beanies. Um, so fully coming on stage. Sorry, I'm late. I didn't want to come. Which is so. Jujubee. Well, Jujubee and it's so me. Like, it's it's relatable. It's relatable as fuck with anyone who's like, I'm late because I didn't want to come. I know I'm <laughs> late all the time, but, like, sometimes I'm later than usual, which is I'm like... I'm late because I sat on my bed in a towel for 20 minutes deciding on whether or not I could cancel. Looking at memes or trying to find a reason to cancel. Exactly. <laughs> but I love that she's like, my name is Ping, but Bing. my friends call me... Amber, <laughs> which is so only, a, funny. only a joke that a person of Asian descent can can say. It wasn't even the ping part; it was just Amber. Amber, and she mouthed her name to the judges. Fucking stupid. Yes. It was good. Um, I loved everything about it. The potato salad with raisins. Mm -hmm. Um, amazing. Which made me sad because she had made that joke to RuPaul during her crying moment, and so it made it like not as funny when I heard it again. Because I'd already just heard it not even five minutes prior. Uh, and I wish that they had, like, let her have that Save joke. there. And, yeah. like, saved there. Because it would it would have been so much funnier, funnier to me. But it was still funny. It yeah. was still good. Um, I'm taking a little bit of offense to things with raisins here. Because I do like raisins. Do you put raisins things. in your potato salad? Oh, fuck me. Oh, Ew, I was disgusting. like, bitch, what the fuck? Ew. I had your mom's potato salad, right? We had potato salad at the way. Yeah. I like it. I make it like my mom makes it. Yeah. But I would never put it in that. But I like it in like cookies and things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like sweet things. I, I like hate raisin. raisins, yeah. But if white people, like rural white people, put raisins in their potato salad and they're like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. What happened? Is Savannah here? Oh, she might be. I don't know. Let me 
let me check. Uh, I don't understand who else. Podcast too. Everyone gets to be on the podcast. This is my podcast. <laughs> Everybody get off my podcast. <laughs> well, I better just pause it all. All right, because this. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Power through. Um. Um. So Jujubee doesn't want to come. I fucking can't stand this bitch. She's so funny. She's so funny. It comes so flawlessly to her too. Like it cracks me the fuck up that she just like does. Period. It just is. <laughs> she just is Jujubee. Like uh, I just. It's that is that is a queen to me. Like that is a a, a queen that is just doing these things flawlessly. So yes, Glad love it. it. Um, up next, Blair Sinclair, um, is a redneck. I love the idea that she gave. I if do. If she had given us like miles more, it would have been perfect because her outfit was flawless for being a fucking nasty ass redneck. Like from Indiana, it's like, I fucking love NASCAR. If she'd given us like this country hick accent, it was like, I'm here to slay. If she just sounded like you. Yeah, honestly. And I even told Savannah whenever we watched it, it's like, if she'd taken that can and smashed it on her forehead, like, Miles better. There's I just so... don't know what I want from Blair. I don't know what she can do to well, make me want it more. So what she was doing was being a biker. I'm, yeah, I'm but su- I super super southern. But I don't even know. I don't know how Blair specifically can do it. Oh yeah, because she's just too polished. But see, uh, this is my problem with Blair is I feel like she's focusing so much on what she should be doing as opposed to what she could be doing. Those are two different things. Like she is thinking like, this is what I need to give for all of these things. And not like, what is Blair? What is, yeah. What is my maximum point? Exactly. She's thinking what's everyone's maximum point. Because you can't, you, you can't focus everything on what everybody's going to do. That's why you I can love, only do what you're going to do. That's why I love that one challenge in season two of all stars, whenever they had to, like create a product that was theirs because they had to look inwardly and like, what am I as a drag queen or as a person or both combined and say, what is my boy name and Katya combined? And what is, you know, uh, uh, Tatiana and boy name combined? Like you have to figure that those sort of things out, like whether or not you want to be Tatiana, whether or not you want to be boy name or you want to be both of them together. And you have to stand by who you, who you are. Like you have to have a backbone. And I feel like, um, Blair has just, like, not had that, like, Blair St. Clair backbone that we need. And, like, it's not the same Blair St. Clair that we saw on season 10, which I do enjoy that we are getting an entirely different Blair with an entirely different energy, and, like, she's giving us so much more. I love that. I appreciate that. And it's so different. But she is giving us another character and not giving us authenticity. Yes. All-Stars is all about giving us the – we need the deep deets, you the, know? The best form of Blair St. Clair. Correct. Not – Everyone else's form of correct. So she was trying. It was a try hard. She tried hard, and it did not. It did not pay off very well for me. Yeah. Uh, Next up is Shay Coulee, who is playing. I don't remember her real name, but she goes by Kiki. Yeah. Kiki. Uh, I love that she had the Grand Grand Drea shirt. Oh my god, that was my favorite part, which is so sad because I wanted so much more. Uh, but the fav- my favorite part was her wearing Grandrea, like R.I.P. Yeah. Grandrea. That was that was perfect for this challenge because it's a family thing, like blah blah blah. But like there weren't very many like funny moments that there came was from that not. outfit. I, I did love that she was like RuPaul's not only my great aunt, but she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cute, and she that I loved it out well. Yeah, and I loved the um, y'all better send me a plate because I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> you better that. keep that potato salad ready. Yeah, that was good. Um, that one was just middle of the road for me. Yeah, she was not doing it for me this Mm-mm. episode. Um, Alexis up next, that did not work for me Mm-mm. at all. Um, you can, I love that how much you can tell that Michelle doesn't like it. It's written all over her oh, face. Because Michelle does not hide that shit at all. And like, I, that's why I love friends like that, because I'm a very like facial person. So like something happens and you can see on my face, like, oh, Chris, I feel like I'm, Chris is happy. I'm like, like that too. yeah, you I'm are just like, that's, Ugh. I mean, both you and Savannah <laughs> are like that. Two of my best friends are just like that because that's, that's what I need. I need that like facial emotion. I need that uh, immediate reaction. I need to understand like what you think of what I think. Like you can see it on my face. It's written right there. Like it's not. <laughs> my face, half of the time I'm awake is just. Baby, no. Ba- no, 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 ma'am. <laughs> Not on my watch. Yeah, so you Alexis. See this fucking baby. Look at him. He's hanging out with Savannah. He's a fucking baby. He's a baby. 
Uh, um, so Alexa was just not yeah. funny. Didn't make sense. Mm-mm. Why is the housekeeper invited? Why are you playing a housekeeper? Well, you the, could do so she, much more than she that. She could have done so much more with the housekeeper vibe. If she, honestly, so honestly, honestly, we're going honest for a second uh, and not trying to be racist at all because you know I hate this racism. This is a bad place for us to go. It is. We're going for it. And I'm going to do in this little divot. And if it's wrong, please email us and let me know that I'm wrong. I feel uh, like I know what you're going to say. But I was going to say, like, if you were going to go for this idea, go for a stereotype. Like, well, it's already a stereotype. Well, I know, but like, go further with it. Like, yeah. it's sometimes. I mean, drag pushes buttons. We understand that, but like, you could have taken that stereotype to another another level and like made it like. See, but my problem with it is, what if you just didn't do the stereotype and tried to true. do something yeah. better? Yeah, exactly. Tried to do maybe you're a circus performer and you worked with RuPaul at the Clown College. Yeah. I mean, and it's also like what we saw with like Nikki Doll as well is like we understand that like there's a slight language barrier barrier there as well. And I'm I'm fine for people to do that. But yeah, yeah. Because I mean that's your culture, and if you want to do whatever you want with your culture, I, there's it, no yeah. place for me to say don't yeah. do that. But it it has to be good if yeah. you want. You can't just rely on being like, oh, I'm Hispanic, and I'm going to talk about being a housekeeper. Yeah. It's not funny in 2020. No, it's not. People and don't think that. I mean, in 20, 2005, somebody may have been like, oh, she's funny. Hispanic. This she's is, being yeah. a housekeeper. That's hilarious. 2020, people don't go for that. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, it's a, it's a racial stereotype. And, like, you're playing on the racial stereotype. So if you're going to play you're on that racial... You're asking people to laugh at you, not with you. But you can, you can, you can be like Bianca Del Rio. And you and, can, yeah, and you can make people laugh with you. You just got to take, take it you, really far. Either you take it really far or you don't do it at all. And Alexis was just, like, dabbling in it. It's like, ma'am, you either take this racial stereotype all the way to the extremes and yeah. make it fucking funny. Be and like, like RuPaul, my biggest secret is... Um, I used to give RuPaul her colostomy bags every morning, and I haven't told anyone. anyone. But I'm going to sell it to New York Times yeah, for exactly. $3 million or something Like, something do a tell all, I'm going to do a tell-all story and, like, do it in, like, a Spanish accent. Yeah, you she know. owes me money. Yeah. And if she doesn't do what she's supposed to, I'm going to go to – we're going to just keep going on this. New York Times. No, matter. Telemundo. Yeah. Where I'm going to go on Telemundo and I'm going to tell them. The scandal, baby. And you know, RuPaul loves a scandal. You can always just, like, at the end, just be like, a scandal. As you're walking up the stage, like, make it, like, take it to that extra step further. So, like, it made me sad that she, like, stepped that way and then just, like, I'm just, I'm going to take out this wig and this wig is ugly underneath and it was on the that top. That wig underneath was so hideous. Ugly. So ugly. Okay. So we've got six minutes. Let's. Power Do the runway? Yes. So, Ms. Crack. Crackers up first. I love the Cracker runway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fashion forward. Looks like something that Pola would put out for a catalog in 1995. On point with details. Uh, the barbecue pieces are so obvious and forward, but they mm-hmm. still look fashion. So I think mm-hmm. it's a major win for Cracker. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Spoof. Shuttle clocks spoof, on her spoof, shoes. Spoof, spoof, the the spoof. thing on the earrings. High fashion. You look great. Spoof. Yep. Juju B, a yellow tablecloth with fruits on it. <laughs> Um, I think the outfit looks good on Juju. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily, necessarily scream to barbecue to me. It also didn't scream high fashion either. It was just a, a dress. Yeah. I love the watermelon accents. I think they're very cute. I would have to ding her a little bit because the ex- accessories are not very main idea of mm-hmm. the outfit. The main idea of the outfit is the fabric. We did figure out that it's a tablecloth, but mm-hmm. it looks more like just a roll of fabric to it's me. It's a tablecloth or a roll of fabric with fruits on it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't give it a poop just because she did work it on the runway. Uh, this I is think my it first. Good on her. For, it looked delicious on her. It looked amazing on her. Um, I'm so I'm not gonna spoop it. I'm not gonna poop it. And this is my first season, first time this season. I'm gonna give a new. Did I, is this my first wow. time? I think it's the first time. I'm gonna give a new because I did not want to poop it because she she worked it on the runway, but she it was just not good. In, I in gave my it a opinion. spoop. I liked it on her. Did you? Okay. Uh, next up is Blair St. Clair. Um, there's not really a whole lot of barbecue going on here. Mama, what is this? Um, I think it looks beautiful on her, but it's just kind of like a curtain. It was just curtains that she dropped. Like It looked like a weird like tablecloth toga on her. Like yeah. It didn't look good. And she screamed about how much she was high fashion and like how much work she had to do. I'm like, where's the work? I don't see any of it. I give it a poop. I did not like it. I didn't like it either. The materials didn't scream barbecue to me. I think, I, I mean... I think it looked good on her, but I don't think that it fit for the challenge. Not one bit. So it was a poop for me, yeah. too. Um, so then Shay comes in giving us the backyard picnic bride. 
I loved this concept so much because it's a backyard wedding. You know, it's like a shotgun. Like, oh my God, if she was pregnant during this, that would have been... That would have been that good. Would've, that would have taken that extra step. But uh, it was a concept that I think was very nice, had a great story to it. I understood it immediately. I spooked it. I liked it. I loved the little backyard wedding thing. I mm-hmm. think the premise was very good. And I'm definitely not a costume designer, but this one didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Correct. I can see that. Um, I would have liked different it... straps in like weird places. I can see that. Yeah, I would have liked it a little bit more if it were more basic, honestly. If it was yeah. a dress. Yeah. I, it, it's pretty busy. A leotard with chaps does not make a bride to me. And maybe that's just me. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think this was one of the first misses with me for Shay. I think it's Interesting. a poop. Okay. Well, I can see what you're saying just because it was it was a lot. Just it was the only person on the stage that took it to a different like different realm for like being a backyard aspect instead of just like wearing what you do in the backyard. She was like, "Well, what do you do in the backyard?" Like, you I think can... I got that from Cracker. She was there to play she... tennis in the backyard. Okay. Or badminton. I can agree we with all, that. We know how good you are at badminton. Well, so. you shut the fuck up. Very bad. Um, so then we move on to Alexis's mermaid cut dress with solo cups and paper cups and the kiddie pool that created the base. Oh, my God. I think Alexis looks great here. I think I love this dress. Standing. I loved it. She only only while standing. Only while Give standing. Gives me regal. Yeah. Her, my issue with the outfit is it is horrendous when she moves with yes. it. Uh, it's so bulky. Mm-hmm. The theme gives me a little bit of Chick-fil-A vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the neckline with the solo cups and the paper plates. I think it was a very was strong so choice. That was so clever. So clever. Um, the crown and glory to it, swimming pool under the dress, chef's kiss. Yes. Spoop. But I hate it when she moves because mm-hmm. it's so bulky and it's just like. Wah, 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 wah. I definitely give it a spoop. I thought that it was more backyard picnic than uh, Jujubia, honestly. Like. I would agree with that. Like I, it was very like on point with the back na- backyard picnic. Like it was intelligent it was smart it was planned it was coordinated and she did she did that she put the the pool the kitty pool in there and like i just wish she had put the kitty pool lower because i agree with what the judges ended up saying is that it it cut it off in a weird place yeah as a mermaid dress she cut it in the wrong spot well i think she was worried about it and it would be very difficult to sew to plastic yeah um, and then blowing it up afterwards, she probably realized she could have sewn it a lot lower. Yeah. Because the pool will create that circumference where you really don't need to worry about st- stepping on your dress Mm-mm. because that that's blowing it's, up your dress. Yeah, it's, it's cutting it. So if you if she had put it lower, I would have liked it a lot more. Me too. Um, but I'm not mad at it. Me neither. I spooped it. I yeah. got the spoop anyways. I did too. Uh, so then the judges talk and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, of course, they have to address that Cracker and uh, Juju. Juju got help from Shay, which I, I really love. I love her message of helping mm-hmm. other queer people makes mm-hmm. us all look good. She just has a heart of gold. She does. Because it's true. Like, if you go on RuPaul's Drag Race, the season is your season. You're on there with all your other queens. And if you – if someone doesn't look good – Especially, like, when people are recording and, you know, producers yeah. look at you and, like, someone's, like, struggling and you they just look at you and you're like, here I am just doing my own shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, it looks bad on you. Yeah. It ends up looking bad on you. Like, like, if somebody doesn't look good and you look great, obviously you look better than them. But if they look great and you look better, mm-hmm. then you look even higher. Exactly. But the, the only problem that you run with that is the risk of doing an Asia O'Hara where she helped everyone else once again and she didn't Neglected get to finish her costume, costume. And I yeah. don't necessarily think that happened here with Shay. No. Um, I think that Shay's concept may not have been as strong as she had thought Correct. it would be. Including her uh, cousin, friend, RuPaul's cousin. Yeah, I liked her cousin, her cousin, country cousin better than I liked her runway. Yeah. So uh, who's your top and bottom? So my top would be Cracker, actually. I would. Uh, I discussed this with my uh, friend Lauren down in Galveston, and she thought that Juju should have won over Cracker. Uh, and I can see that there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that Cracker overall did better in the design challenge than uh, Juju did. I liked it much better than her outfit, and I thought that Cracker's was like a step funnier than Juju's. And I yep. love Juju's, but I think hers was funnier. Yeah, Cracker's my top two. Yeah. And my bottom, I would actually have to put it on Blair. I, Blair was my absolute bottom. Yeah. Like, she was the worst one. I didn't like her. Like, by a mile. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like her um, country cousin, and mm-hmm. I didn't like her runway. Yeah. Alexis is also my bottom, mm-hmm. uh, but Alexis's runway was fabulous. Yes. I think that it was, like, 
Blair way down here, Alexis a step up, Shay just above her, and then we had like Juju, Juju and Cracker like were higher up than both of them. Uh, that that Shay was like complete middle of the road. No one else could have touched her. I think it was two tops, two bottoms, and Shay in the middle. Like that's all we have. I think that Cracker. Well, my person. I mean, we all know that I love Cracker. Yeah, but Cracker was for me miles higher than Juju. I don't say miles, but I would say because her. Her country her cousin was much better. Yes, her country cousin and Juju's country cousin, Cracker was neck and neck. Yeah, but the runway Cracker was like oh yeah thousands yeah. time higher than than Juju. Yes, I agree. Um, we got to wrap this shit up because it's seven oh two and it is Friday, so it is RuPaul's Drag RuPaul's Race time. RuPaul's Drag Race time. So our lip sync assassin is Boxy Mandrews. Yes, against Cracker as the actual top. Which, that lip sync was actually really good. It was a weird song, though. The One Last Time is not like a dance, hip-hop, like... Yeah. I do love the song, but it's not something that drag queens can dance and twirl and the do cracker, the or the, 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 the song, I felt, was built a little bit towards Boxy. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. So, Boxy Andrews is the winner of the lip sync. Yes. And she pulls out her, lip sync, her lipstick of the girls voting, and who goes home? Alexis Mateo. Yeah. Do we agree? We do. Uh, I don't think it was her time. I'm still, I think it was, I was. I would have sent Blair home, Mm -hmm. but just for the drama and the way that Alexis is acting, I was ready for her to leave. Well, so if we ignore India's drama and not just like. Just based on merit solely alone. But I am. Then Alexis should have stayed longer. Because I think that if we ignore the India Alexis drama, I'm still angry about the 24 karat room with Blair and Mayhem and how they were like put up at the top. It's like, bitch, they did not deserve to be there at all. And that makes me so mad. And that like only set all of these events further into what they are like to put in play. Um, And so that allowed Blair to say, oh, I'm rising to the top on like so many of these occasions and blah, blah, blah. It's like, bitch, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. Yeah. Okay, so I would have, I would still send Blair home. I'm sorry, I would have still voted Blair. I think either Blair or Alexis were next to go. Yeah, um, and I would have been okay with either mm-hmm. because we already know what our top three has been the entire time. Always since we announced this. So I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with it, and I mean, next episode that we're about to see, we'll obviously see Blair go home. Leaving well, I us hope with so. The final three. We don't know because the the promos are are the. Uh, head, hi, highlights are showing that Shay is real worried about what she's doing. I'm like, ma'am, you cannot send Shay home because I will riot, okay? Honestly. <laughs> I will riot. Well, you ready to go watch it? Yeah, like, we can do that. Uh, but before we, ro- oh, before we riot, before we wa- both, before we start uh, doing that, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. It's a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, Ooh. Conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent. Mo- oh Lord, extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That is E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Woo! Wait, Economy Works. Yum. Yum. <laughs> love that. I do love that. <laughs> Should we tell people to get um, Ruby, Ruby with it? 